Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Charge Shot Gamescast. I am your host, Ben, a.k.a. The Marvelous Iggy, and joining me in the, the dim loot, dim loot, dim loot room of his den, I might be having a strike right now, Justin. Uh, it's called mood lighting. Get some. Doomlit, and joining us in the very bright lit room, Tyler. The fluorescent lighting is melting my skin, please send help. <laughs> Do you really have four of the this? No, I don't. Okay, that's good. Those are bad. It's really bad. Yeah, but it's also, it's very hot. Guys, it's very hot. So forgive the fan that's on. Yeah. It's very yeah. hot. We're in an unprecedented heat wave in here. I don't know how it is in Justin's neighborhood because I don't give a damn. Oh, it's, but it's down here. 100 degrees and humid. It's disgusting. Oh, uh, okay. It yeah, it reached, um, yeah, it's it's been bad. It's not even supposed to be this hot this time of the year. It's supposed to be like in the mid-90s at most, which... I would rather take that right now. Please stop. Um, but we're not here to talk about the weather. But what is hot is the amount of game showcases that are going on that happened within the past uh, 40, not 48 hours, like past weekend and shit. And we got a lot to talk about. So we're pretty much going to be talking about that in the new segment. So let's get on right into what we've been playing. As for the next hour, we will be discussing what Justin's been playing. Justin. You, you're not you're not a nice man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna and time time. I have the time right here. It's it's on my <laughs> it's on my my streaming screen. Um, what's not on this I, screen never, has been as I click him off. And I never tell you to. I have never ever once told you to wrap it. I will never tell you that too. I love you for it. Uh, anyway, I'm going to try to keep it quick uh, because for one, I haven't really played that much. Like that's you know different from past weeks. Um, and also, we want to get on to the showcase stuff. Um, so I will uh, I'll say that I'm, I'm into a lot more of Diablo Immortal. Um, it had pretty much just come out last week, so I hadn't really gotten to uh, talk about it too much. But um, I have quite a few hours in it now. Uh, my character is up to level 40. Um, which is, I think there's a level 60 cap or something like that, and then it goes on to, like, Paragon levels. So I've got a, a little ways to go still, but I have a much better handle on, like, the mechanics and stuff in the game. Um, I still really like it. Like, I definitely see the flaws, um, especially with some of the monetization stuff, but most of it is no more egregious than any other mobile game out there, or just any other free-to-play game, I should say. Uh, I mean, you've got your Battle Pass, you've got, you know, paid cosmetics... Um, there's like some, like, I don't even know what they're called because I haven't really like looked at them more than, you know, five seconds just to, uh, just to laugh at how expensive some of this stuff is. But there's like kind of a, um, like monthly premium rewards or whatever, which aren't the battle pass. They're like their own, just, you know, you get this thing if you, if you pay for it or whatever. And that seems to just be, again, some uh, cosmetics and, like, some extra currency and that kind of things. Um, but there's a lot of different currencies in the game for various things. Um, like, upgrading your equipment uses, like, the the stuff from, um, from, like, salvaging your other, you know, your bad equipment. So it's not that bad. But then, like, uh, upgrading gems uses some other currency that like you only get for doing like the um like the challenge dungeons or whatever um and then it's a like it's not a guaranteed reward um and it takes quite a bit just to upgrade one gem once um 
and the secondary gems, like what used to be like the, you know, kind of normal gems that you would socket into equipment and stuff in the old Diablo games, uh, those are basically upgraded the same way by uh, getting more of, like, more of them and then, like, you know, combining three into a better version of one or whatever, that kind of thing. Um, but to get those regular gems is generally also a, uh, like, a dungeon reward. Um, you get some from the battle pass and, like, daily rewards and things like that, um, just, like, at random, but not a lot. Uh, and those are a little annoying because, like I said, they do actually go towards your, you know, your actual, like, power level and stuff. Um, so the fact that some of those are locked behind, like, the paid battle pass, for example, is a little frustrating. Um, there's also, like, the premium crests, which, like, modify the challenge dungeons uh, to give you better rewards and also make them more uh, uh, harder. Um those premium crests are pretty much in the battle pass and like, you know, they're paid for and that kind of thing. Um, so to get like the really good rewards from these dungeons, you have to buy the thing in, uh, in the store. All of that is pretty frustrating. Um, and then I already mentioned before how, uh, there's just like, you can buy the, like the, the really good gems that actually like modify your, um, abilities and stuff pay to win yeah i think probably by end game it would be kind of pay to win but i haven't had any issues just running through the game with my normal gear um i don't feel the need to party up or anything to take on these dungeons like it's been pretty reasonable um i don't really care to party up with anyone anyway because i'm mostly just playing you know at work and on my phone so like I'm not going to make a party and then be like, okay, I'm going to uh, go away for like 10 minutes. There's been a few times when like I've accidentally, like it, it shows up a little like party notification um, whenever someone's nearby you doing like the similar quest to you. And it's like, do you want to join this person? And it's like right in your field of view. So I've accidentally like hit accept instead of decline a few times, but I just kind of continue doing my own thing. And eventually they leave my party. <laughs> um, but I don't need a party. I'm a necromancer. I have... I create my own party. Um, but that being said, I, I think I mentioned before that I wasn't huge on the necromancer so far. And I've actually grown to like it quite a bit more. Um, I'd still like to try a different class. But uh, some of the later abilities, and especially some of the aug like augmented abilities you get from the premium gems and the um, different pieces of equipment, are pretty good. Um, so I got like a... Um, I got the bone spear as my primary attack, uh, which basically like, it's just a, you know, strong, like kind of projectile bolt that goes through enemies. So if you get like a whole horde, you can like hit through five of them in a, in a line. Um, and then, um, I switched out the corpse explosion ability for this one. I don't remember what it's called, but it basically like, it still uses the corpses, but it turns like it, it weaponizes their bones kind of and like turns them into daggers that like home in on on different enemies um and that's made that so much better because with corpse explosion it's just like a radius around the corpse so if there's no enemies in your vicinity which there probably wouldn't be because the corpses are created by killing other enemies so it's like your you know your ammo pool is created by like managing 
the enemies around you. So once you've killed them all and created corpses, like you, there, there's nothing left to hit them with the corpse explosion. You know what I mean? Um, but with this one, it's like you can have uh, corpses like down the hall that you uh, use this ability on, and it like hones like homes them from the corpses to the enemies, which is really satisfying. Um, and then there's another one that is like. Uh, bone wall, I think it's called, and traditionally it just like creates a you know creates a wall around you, like kind of a defensive wall. Um, but it could be augmented in different ways to like make the wall um, exude like a like a damaging aura, so anything in the vicinity of it like takes damage as it goes around the wall, um, or like completely change it into a different ability, which is where the the augments are really cool. Um, I had one called Bone Pillar that turned the wall into just, like, a, a standalone pillar with, like, uh, like, de- like demon souls or whatever on it, and they, like, kind of lash out and, like, attack anyone going around the pillar and also create, like, a slow effect. Um, so, you know, they're slowed down and being being attacked while they go around, so it's doing extra damage from being slow. Um, and then the one I'm currently using uh, creates, like, a wall of, like, skeletal soldiers... Um, that attack kind of in their you know in their line formation, and then whenever uh, whenever the timer runs out, they explode into a pile of corpses, which I can then weaponize with my other ability. So it's kind of a cool uh, synergy between attacks that I didn't really have early on with with what I was using. Um, so yeah, I'm really liking the way that some of these abilities work together, and the way that you can augment them with like different uh, ability modifiers on like the legendary equipment and stuff. Um, and what's also really cool is like if you get a piece of a, legend- a legendary gear that you don't really want to use, or um, like it's just you know worse than what you currently have on. Like if you really like your loadout as far as how it augments your abilities and stuff, uh, you can take that gear to one of the vendors. I don't remember what they're called, and um, pull the the augment out of it. Um, so like for example, I got another one of these ones that like make the, the, um, the wall of, of skeletal soldiers. Um, and I, uh, extracted the ability out of that one. So like, if I get some other piece of equipment that I really like, but has kind of a crappy ability on it, I can like put this, you know, bone wall ability on that equipment instead. Um, so it really, it gives you a lot of, um, customization to get your build exactly the way you want. Uh, once you've gotten, you know, all of the abilities extracted and kind of unlocked to put into other gear. Um, so, so far that hasn't really been an issue. I don't get enough legendary gear. Like, I'm kind of just stuck with what I have. But it is nice to have those options uh, to kind of keep my ability build the way I like it, um, but have better equipment. Um, but, yeah, for, I mean, the story-wise, it's been, like, a lot of uh, go through this area do a few things. There was actually a few puzzles. Uh, like I had to, um, I had to make these lights all light up at the same time. Um, ben, have you done the color dungeon in Link's Awakening yet? No, um, I have not. I um, I'm on my way. I was on my way to doing Eagle Tower because I just did the whole, you know, hey, it's an Ill- it's an illusion. Spoilers for a. 30 plus year old game and I was like I'm forgetting something aren't I yeah I should do that and, and I yeah I haven't done it yet I haven't even beat the game that's so. really late um, 
I usually do it like yeah. after the third or fourth dungeon when it first opens up. I just I don't I didn't think about it. It's like I didn't do it in my first playthrough. I think part of me wants to just go back and play the Game Boy Color version on my 3DS and do it there because like that's actually unique because it didn't have co- like that's where that's where like it just it kind of feels weird. It just would feel like another dungeon where it's like oh color in this co- game that doesn't really have color. You know, that's that's me. I'll probably do it in the Switch version. I just haven't done it. I gotcha. haven't played the game since well, yesterday. The point is, like, the entire kind of puzzle premise in the color dungeon is essentially the same puzzle that I did in Diablo. So it was kind of cool. I was like, oh, I've done this before. I was still bad at it. but um... So, yeah, anyone that knows how the, the puzzles in the color dungeon work, you would understand. I'm trying not to spoil it. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, that was kind of neat. I like. I didn't expect. I mean, it's a pretty simple puzzle, but it's still. It's like, it's been all just kill all of the enemies before the time runs out type challenges, and so it was weird to actually have a puzzle in a dungeon. Um, but yeah, a lot of it's just been dungeons. Um, there was one I just did that was kind of cool because it was like. Isn't Diablo just dungeons though? Isn't that all it is? It's all what? But isn't the game just dungeons, though? Not entirely. Uh, there's the like, there's the overworld exploration and like, like towns and you know all that stuff is in there. That's in a dungeon, right? Or am I wrong? No. Because it always looked like it was in a, all in a big ass dungeon. No, it's, it's not. No, it's just the like Diablo. It's like sucks. you go to different different areas. Like there's a desert and there's kind of a you know swampy area. Yeah, d- a desert like... dungeon because it always just looks so. Cost your fucking phobic and just encompassing. It just looks like you're trapped in a dungeon. The okay? maps are smaller, my, for sure. Makes, um, there's less, fun. like, wide-open spaces as there are, like, in the, you know, in the big boy Diablo versions. But um, it's not all dungeons, no. Uh, the dungeons are more, like, instanced uh, challenges. Kind of like, you know, in any other MMO, like Final Fantasy fourteen or whatever. Uh, you go to the gate that takes you to the dungeon and then it goes to like a party screen where it gives you like the challenge rating, you know, the possible rewards you'll get in the dungeon. Um, if you want to party up, like that's when you can invite people, that kind of thing. And then it takes you into the actual dungeon and it's got its own kind of set of objectives inside there. Um, some, some of them are instance things where you like run into a super boss. Um, and it's like, beat this boss before the time runs out, that kind of thing. Um, and other times it's just, you know, keep moving on to the end objective. Um, but anyway, this dungeon I did was pretty cool because you like, it, it's sort of like you're being told a story of like olden times, but you're actually playing the story. Um, so you like go in page and says like, that's ever going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you like go into this portal and it kind of takes you back in time and you're like fighting alongside people that you know are dead and you're like seeing the fight that they did, but you're also helping them with the fight. Um, and that's really cool, because, like, you come out, and, and your player's like, this person was there, and this person was there. Like, I, it felt so real. Like, I don't... Um, and you were there, and you were there, <laughs> and you were there. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of Wizard of Oz Um Wizard of Oz-like. Wizard, Wizard of Oz is a totally sounds different like, thing. Um, Wizard of Oz, but in Australia. Oh, I was thinking, like, Ozzy Osbourne. That makes sense too. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm really enjoying the game. Um, I can definitely see where I would hit a wall, but like, I've played hours and it's a solid Diablo game. Um, 
It's definitely not like Diablo 4, which we will talk about later, but it's a solid side game. Um, and then I'm still doing Harry Potter stuff, but I don't really want to talk about it. Um, the they're, they're, they, they keep getting worse. Um, like, the further I get into each version of this first game, uh, the worse they get. Um, and I'm also sad because I was trying to continue my PS1 file, and RetroArch just wasn't loading on my phone. So I had to find a different PS1 emulator and start over, which I already hate this version. And then I had to go through, like, the flying lesson and stuff again. So, yeah. I don't want to talk about Harry Potter. Um, The only other thing I really... Well, I'll say real quick. um, I also was back in Avengers, um, which I won't talk about too much because Ben hates it. But... uh, Last week, uh, Ms. Marvel started on Disney Plus, and I can read lips. Um, and Ms. Marvel on Disney Plus is fantastic. Uh, like, definitely going to be my favorite Disney Plus show or MCU show, I should say. Um, I can already tell. Style for but days. That's not how you. That's not how you say Moon Knight. Did you watch Ms. Marvel yet? I'm waiting. Exactly. Watch it. Obi-Wan's not over with yet. My schedule, motherfucker. No, I'm just saying. Like, you can't say anything when I've seen both and you've only seen one. I can't because this is America. Continue. Anyway. Um, I love. I was I was loving Miss Marvel. And then I remembered, hey, I was going to do a story play on Avengers. And I had it, like, mostly edited and just never released it. Um, and watching the show made me want to play it again. So I was like, I'm going to go finish that. So I went to uh, check my footage and everything. It was all still there. It looked good. Um, but I never actually finished the game. I thought I, I thought I did, but I just, like, never actually got around to, you know, finishing editing and releasing it. Um, I was around the point when you get Black Widow in the story, apparently. Um, so I just picked up the game again um, and played through the rest of the story. And I still really like the game. You, you can... You can you can suck it. Um, but I didn't say anything. That was directed to Ben. Okay. You're you're a, you're an innocent sweet angel. You're the one who brings up the you're the one who brings up this awful game, my dude. Because I enjoy playing it, and you make me feel mm-hmm. bad for playing it. Uh, um. So yeah. Point is, um, I went through the rest of it again, and like started kind of just watching back through my story play. I'm like, man, I really do enjoy this, like, this Ms. Marvel story here. Um, like, I think they do a good job with her character, even when the actual game falters in some points. Uh, and especially, like, trying to edit some of the later stuff down, like, you know, to just story. A lot of the missions just get in the way. Like, there's so much stuff that can just be totally cut, and it doesn't affect the story at all. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, but point is, I am really enjoying, sorry, I was really enjoying Avengers. I finished it now, Um, but I have decided to uh, change my original plan for the Avengers story play and um, take it from like just a, it was getting up to like about three hours and I wasn't even, you know, with just with what I had uh, edited down and I still had a good hour and a half or so to to put in there um so i decided to not release it as like a five hour movie and instead 
cut it up into individual episodes to put out after Ms. Marvel every week. Um, because why not capitalize on the hype of a new Disney show, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's been honestly a lot of fun to get back into that. Because um, I'm hoping we still get more characters and stuff. They've been teasing kind of this overall threat of, like, Monica Rapinucci, like, getting powers and, like, being some, you know, kind of continuing on with her aim garbage. But it's been barely teased out since the uh, since the DLC we've gotten has kind of been more standalone, focused on those characters. Um, so I still kind of want, like, an end game. Because, let's be honest, they're going to stop supporting the game soon. I want, like, one last, like, end game, uh, like, content pack that's the the final battle with Monica and you know whatever that entails. We're in the um, end game now. But yeah, call it Avengers Endgame. I don't think that's been done before. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh but yeah. The last, the only other thing I actually do want to talk about um is the new PlayStation Plus memberships dropped today, I think. Yeah, it was today. Um, yeah, and I'm excited for Stray to be added, but that's not until Friday, I think. So um, I just kind of jumped in to see like what all was included. Uh, the classic library is pretty pathetic so far. It's uh, only got like second nothing. two there, and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, and it costs nine thousand dollars to buy separately. It does. It's hilarious when I saw it uh, on Twitter. Fair enough, um, but yeah, it's the the classic collection is pretty sad right now. Um, I'm assuming they're going to be filling that out over time, but, like, the classic games are, like, its own tier. Like, I think the the game streaming stuff through, uh, like, the, you know, PS4, PS5 games is part of the second tier, or whatever, whatever they call that. And then, like, the classic games and the game trials are added for, like, the premium tier. Um, so, like, that added value is not great, but I went ahead and did it because I, I know that it's going to get better. Um... But anyway, as I was looking through the, like, more modern games, um, I saw that the PS5 uh, Demon Souls was on the list, um, which I was surprised it wasn't already part of, like, the PS Plus collection. Um, but I guess I didn't really... Ha- that was just for PS4 games, I think. So, anyway, there, there's a few pretty solid, like, PS5 launch window titles on there, like um, Miles Morales, Demon Souls, Returnal, which I also grabbed... Um, I think there's one or two others, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a good value for those at least. Yeah. And I like an hour before we started, I just jumped into demon souls to kind of figure out what it is. I mean, I, I know. And he you know, got his ass game, kicked but. over and over again. Uh, you're not wrong. actually. <laughs> um, but I did the character creator pretty basic, but I mean, it looks good. Um, I made a magician because I heard that they can break the game. Uh, like, it's easier when you have magic. So I figured if I'm going to play a super hard game, I'm going to, you know, play it in easy mode. Um, and then just started it up. Like, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I haven't I haven't really played a Dark Souls game before, except Bloodborne, if you count that. Um, you should have streamed it, dog. It was, like, 6 o'clock, like... You should you should save it for a stream. No, I wanted saying. to. I was curious. Thomas I wanted to try it out. It, it wouldn't it wouldn't mesh well. I think Thomas finished it though, didn't he? Oh, did he? Yeah. Nice. 
I'm not sure. Anyway, um, so yeah, I really didn't get much time in, but I got through kind of the tutorial stuff. Um, had fun killing every enemy with magic instead of actually learning the mechanics of of combat. Um, and then got to the that big boss thing. The big Cthulhu Snorlax. Yeah, what what is his name? Like Vengeance Demon or something? I don't fucking remember, dude. All Whatever. I know is that it's made to beat you up and teach you the fact that dying is a mechanic in this game. Yeah, I didn't know that at first. I was like trying to actually fight him with magic, and then he just kept creeping closer closer to me, and I'm like, I have nowhere to go. Like I can't go around him or anything. What am I supposed to? And then he killed me, and I'm like, oh, I was supposed to die. Got it. And then um, in the in like the death area. Um, there's there's some more like tutorial stuff in there of like how the shops work and that kind of thing, um, but there's also just like a bunch of staircases that I wasn't really sure where to even go, um, so I was just kind of wandering around this place, and mm-hmm. uh, one of the one of like the the message things like from a person said time to jump, and I was like what does this mean I don't understand. Um, Rule number one: those will always try to trick you. Yeah, and those are from players. Is never listen to that. Yeah, I know. Never listen to that. Sometimes they're helpful. I didn't think it actually meant to jump because I was like at the top and I knew I'd die. Um, but there was another message and like a blood splatter on like the ledge underneath there. So I was like, I'll just you know go down here, see what that says, and then hop back up. I went down on the ledge and like I uh, there's no jump or anything. There's only like kind of a vault over over um, like uh, fences and stuff. So, if you get down on that ledge, you can't get back up. And I didn't realize that, because I was like, why would they make this, like, a ledge you can land on if the only other thing to do after you get onto it is fall to your death? So I was kind of mad about that. I mean, it's my fault. Like, I shouldn't have gone down there, but it's like... I was curious. So Everything kills you in this game, Justin. You should know this. Yeah, apparently. So, long story short, I fell to my death, and... I had, like, about 200 souls um, went, like, at, you know, at the time of death, which isn't much, but, like, I lost them. And that made me mad, so I was like, ugh, I'm going to go get my body again. So I went back up all the stairs, and my body was down on the ledge. <laughs> so I couldn't, I, if I went down to it, I would get my souls back, and then the only other option would be to fall to my death again. I was like, this is not a good start to this game. I already just Time can't. successfully wasted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I figured out where to actually go. Um, went into the like portal or whatever that takes you to the first area, and I was still kind of confused because I was still in like ghost form or whatever. Um, and I didn't understand how to get back to my body because I was in a totally different area than I was like you know when I died to that boss or whatever. I forget how it works in Demon Souls specifically, but in Dark Souls, uh, you have to reclaim your humanity. I'm not sure if that's the same in the Demon Souls. Okay. Because, yeah, that kind of stuff is not explained, and I don't totally understand the Souls mechanic. So, like, I pretty much quit there. Um, I fought a few things. You use it to level um, up and shit. Got startled by a group of skeletons in a house that I didn't see, um, and then just quit for the night, but... Like, the game feels really good to play. Like, it's super polished. Um, the, I mean, it's a PS5 game, so obviously everything, you know, loads really quickly. Like, you go into fog and it immediately loads the next area. Um, it's it's great looking. I just don't totally understand how to play it yet. 
Um, but I'm excited to learn. I got two like words for you. Get good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also picked up Returnal. Haven't tried it yet. Um, it was literally just downloading while I was playing Demon Souls. And then I found, like, I didn't get too much into, like, the PS3 kind of, you know, I think some of those, like, PS3, PS4 uh, classics are in there, too. Um, under, like, the game streaming through, I guess, I would assume, uh, PlayStation Now. It's, like, integrated now. Um, I didn't get into any of them, but I'm really curious about a few. Like, Dark Cloud, which I've never played before, um, is is in there. Uh, Wild Arms 3 looked really cool. I've played the first two, but not three. Um, I can't remember what else I was... Excited Wasn't to check out the future. Wasn't there a Russian game on there that you meant to do a video on but couldn't? Um, I did videos on all the Russian Clank games I wanted to do. Um, I think all of them are on there. Okay. Um, like the the PS3 spinoff games, like All for One and the other Full Frontal Assault, I think are on there. And then um, I'm pretty sure Deadlocked on PS2 is also on there, but I don't know for sure. It's supposed to be. Like I said, I don't think all the classics are on there yet. Okay. Um, but Deadlocked was the game that like people told me I should have done because it is canon. Like it's a like they reference it in other games. I just I didn't want to do it because it's like it's entirely a ratchet like combat game, um, and that didn't sound interesting to me. But the God of War games are also supposed to be on there. Um, like God of War Ascension, for example, that I've been I've heard isn't great, but I've never played and been kind of curious about. I didn't see it, but I might have just skipped over it. Um, but yeah, point is, it's a really solid collection if you want, like, more modern games. Um, the, like, PS1, PS2 classics are pretty pathetic right now. <laughs> um, a lot of them are, like, remasters. Like, it's basically the... I think they're listed under the classics, but they're the remastered versions that are out on newer consoles. Yeah, um, it, it looks that way from what I've seen on there. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it for that, specifically, but it's great for the newer games. Uh, but yeah, that's it. I just wanted to talk about Shill a little bit for PlayStation. We're not even sponsored by them! But if you'd like to sponsor us, we'd be totally open yes. for it. Right. Thank the you best way to get real up, advertising though. is free advertising. I Show that you're interested. By Xbox Game Pass, available for only low price of fifty nine a month, where you have a whole bunch of day one releases available at your fingertips from a PC, mobile, Console and now cloud streaming and soon to your smart TV. On to you, Tyler. That's how you do it. Asterisk, I'm not sure we can really be sponsored. sponsored. Yeah, I'm not sure we can by be Xbox sponsored TV? by both. That, that sounds like a well, conflict We would rather be sponsored by Xbox because their deal is better right now and more. F- Let's be real. Let's be real. Use the ha- use the code MarvelSiggy to get 10% off your first order of Game Pass. Or first, or seven day free trial of Game Pass. Tyler, you're up. Sounds like Code may not or may not. Anyway, um, I haven't played that much this week. Uh, I just been up to my usual streaming shenanigans. Uh, one game of which I do kind of want to talk about because this is a game that I haven't really touched in over twenty years. Actually, uh, it's Digimon World for the PlayStation One, a game that I played briefly in my youth, but I didn't fully understand it then. And just on a whim, like, I didn't have any games to stream on Friday, and I wanted to stream on Friday, so I just decided, ah, what the heck, uh, I'll give this game another shot, and 
if I enjoy it enough, I'll just make it like a weekly thing. And I streamed for three hours on Friday evening, and I actually had a good time. Like, Digimon World is weird. Like, for like a PS1 RPG, it's one of the more unique, um, uh, just to give credence, uh, this is based off the original Tamagotchi series uh, that was made before the show. So, the whole premise of the game is you're basically raising your own digital monster. And uh, you feed it, you praise it, you, uh, you disparage it if it misbehaves, and you train it, uh, you know, like you would like a Pokemon, except there's a bit more micromanaging with this. Again, just like a Tamagotchi, except a Tamagotchi that fights other monsters and poops. And yes, pooping is a big mechanic in this game. Uh, basically, there's a meter that goes on. Uh, your Digimon always has like specific needs that you have to cater to every once in a while. It's uh, the game is on like a timer system because the digital world uh, time flows differently than in the real world would. And you always have to micromanage your time and uh, cater to your mon's needs. Like, it's always hungry, and you're always out of meat to feed it. So you have to either go out in the field and get some mushrooms to feed it, or go to the farm, which gives you like three pieces of meat a day. And every so often, uh, it'll either get tired uh, from overexerting from training, or it'll need to poop. And if you don't take it to a toilet in time, it just poops out in the field, which is pretty hilarious to little six-year-old me back in the day. <laughs> but there is, a, there is a penalty for not letting Digimon poop in the toilets, because if it poops out in the field, a little virus meter starts to fill up. And if that meter's full, you're guaranteed to make that... Uh, your Digimon turn into a Numamon, which is just a green pile of poop, and it's the worst Digimon ever. I'm pretty sure. Did you say you Numa Numamon? Just Numamon. So yeah. <laughs> uh, and yes, Digivolving is a thing in this game. Uh, I didn't really fully understand how it works <clears throat> until I had it pointed out uh, in chat. But. If you win enough battles and your Digimon survives for at least four or five days, it'll randomly turn to a different monster. I started with an Agumon, which is basically the little dinosaur, um, pretty reminiscent of a Charmander in Pokemon. And it can evolve into several Mons uh, in the champion level. And the one I got was Miramon, which is the big flamey guy. Uh, I'm pretty sure you recognize him from the show. That's pretty cool. It, I could have gotten something worse, but... Um, and yes, Digimon death is a thing in this game. Uh, they don't really die, per se, but... They become data! Uh, not only that, um, if it loses in battle three times, or if you ignore its needs for too long, it will eventually pass away and turn into an egg. And it'll turn into a little blob monster that's pathetically weak and can't really do anything to defend itself. So yeah, uh, micromanaging is a big part in this game. 
And one of the factors that you need to go into is the actual training, because Digimon do have specific stats. Uh, HP, attack, defense, and magic. And um, you increase those by going to the training center, um, which takes about an hour of in-game time away, but if you make your Mon um, get hit by a boxing glove, make it push a boulder, uh, run in circles for about an hour, it'll increase its stats by at least 10. Or you can have it, um, or you can make it do like a random jump where it can either gain a lot of one skill or a little. I don't risk it. I just go for the regular 10 and just waste the hour that way. And the battle system in this game is weird. Like, you're not in full control of your Digimon's actions because it's pretty much acting on its own. Like, every attack that it does, it pretty much does at complete random. And it's not like uh, any other RPG where they're, like, at a fixed angle. Uh, it's in a real-time 3D space where they're constantly moving around and their attacks can potentially miss. So the only things that you can do is you can call on them at the very start. Um, you eventually get the option to call out uh, attacks and uh, make them attack at your whim. But, they, but it rarely works. The, the Digimon just does whatever the fuck it wants at points. And the only other thing you can do is feed it items. Uh, whether it's uh, healing, uh, restoring its magic, or with uh, cure, or curing statuses like the typical poison or probably the weirdest status condition uh, dot and, or not dot, sprite which is basically this game's version of silence and it's actually pretty funny because it turns into like a little 2D sprite which is kind of funny so yeah, I've actually been enjoying that I actually do want to play more of that but I'll have to wait until Friday to do more Hopefully my Digimon doesn't die and I get something shitty down the road, but who knows? Um, that's pretty much all I've been doing, so I will pass it on to Ben. So, Star Wars Squadrons is the best Star Wars game I've ever played. It is so fucking cool. Um, I do think it leans on the Imperial side a bit too much, which is fine, fucking rebel scum. Uh, I actually get to, you get to do a mission where you have to take down their big new... Uh, uh, the Starhawk, as they call it in the game, and you actually get to do a moment where you fly into the ship and you have to do the fly out thing, and it's not a traditional one because inside the Starhawk is like basically a like a gravitational bomb in that's that's somehow maneuvering the ship. It's Star Wars, don't question it. And once you shoot it up, you position your ship, and it basically shoots you out like a rocket ship. But it's so fucking cool. Uh, and then you end it with a dogfight against the enemy captain from the uh, who basically defects at the beginning of the first ge- of the of the other part of the game. It's really fucking cool, man. Once and like by that point, I had the controls in my head, so I was like switching my deflectors to rear, uh, cha- adjusting my my lasers to maximum, or adjusting my speed. Bo- like it was so cool. I love it. There's nothing really. There's nothing cooler than when you're going like this. And like, the, and you have the, the your uh, your fighter cross another fighter. It's really fucking sick. It's ah, oh, I love it. Please play it. Please make a sequel with like more missions or like classic. Let me. The big thing I want from like a sequel for this game is like let me play classic Star Wars battles. Let me be a part of that. 
I'll pay for DLC for that shit. I don't care, but that would be so cool to be part of the Battle of Yavin to do the trench run or to do you know the Battle of Endor. They already or, did that with or Rogue or Squadron do, games. This is more. Those are arcadey. This I would like to play those games where it's like in this system where you're actively having to worry about oncoming enemy fire from the rear, adjusting your shields, the simulation part of it. That's why I want to play those games. Log Squadron is fine, um, and it's great for that arcade action. But I like this. Once I got used to it, I like this a lot more because it makes me feel like I'm a pilot for the Rebel Alliance or New Republic in this case, or the or the or the Empire. It gives me that, and I I, I remember when the first game I was like I, I'm not sure about the cockpit view because but it just especially playing it on my PC monitor it just made me feel so immersed and just. Like I, and especially with my ear, my earbuds on and hearing a X, uh, X fighter go shoom right past me, it's just it's so cool. I I and the nerd in me wants to play. Like I'll even pay for. I would even love, even though it's not like it would be in the past. Let me do like Clone War shit. Let me play Clone War battles where I get to pilot like Jedi fighters or or like Republic fighters. Let me do that. I just want to play as more ships in this style. It would be so cool. This is so cool. I understand it's not for everyone, but fuck, I love it and it was too short. I want the campaign to be yeah, longer. But now I can just I I can replay the campaign whenever I want and it's so cool. Now I'm tempted to do higher difficulties where it removes like the other like the like the some of the and, like removes some like the uh video game stuff and you basically have to just do it from like what you see and that is so fucking cool that you can do that oh i love it i love it i love it like it's the best like if you want to feel like a pilot mm, it's so good um besides besides that uh i played more Link's awakening and that game is still good it's still very solid i completed the training sequence i, I got the boomerang I did all that stuff. It is still very, very solid. I'm glad I did not pay any money for it, though, because it's, it's like, I, I have the game already, and it's basically the same game with nicer visuals with a stupid blurring effect in the overall, which I still don't like. But it's, it's a good game because the big game it's based off of was also one of the best other games I said last time. Uh... And I, I I do like that the dungeons for me are easier for me. Not, I don't... And not just because it's, um... It's 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 simpler, but Game Boy they can only have so much. So every room looks like the map looks like it's a lot helpful. It's a lot easier to navigate these dungeons uh, when it you have those iconography things going on for you versus like in the Game Boy Color versions. It's just blocks. That's all it is. And it's like, is that the room? Okay, do I go to that room? Um, so I think like I was worried about Eagle Tower for the longest time, which I'm about to head to soon. Uh, I'm not worried about that anymore because I feel like I can do it. Now that I understand the puzzle. Uh, Eagle Tower besides, is one of my favorite dungeons of all time. It's just it's I so it unique. I, I hated it the first time around because I was like, "What the fuck do I do?" Um, but that was the first time because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, besides that, um, I have also been playing. Um, oh, I'm not going to spoil it, but I beat Bud Snack Bug Snacks last Tuesday. <laughs> I. Uh, Y'all have beaten it, right? Y'all have not played no. Bug Snacks. I, I barely it. played it. That game's a trip. That game is going to be one of the more memorable experiences I've ever had. And I, 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 I asked myself on the live stream: Is there a reason to replay this game? You know, like once you, I feel like once you do it and once you catch all the mods, without spoiling, you think there is a reason to go back. 
and let's just say I I let things get I things went horribly wrong, horribly fast. I'll give one more hint away because I remember, and if I don't think y'all gonna remember, but I know when the game was first showed, and I kind of said like, "There's some eldritch horror shit going on in this game." Oh yeah, I was right. I won't tell you what it is, but there's some eldritch. Horror I mean, just the fact that you're game. basically like feeding these things to the creatures, uh, to the people, it's, and it like turns them into things like. That's creepy in itself. If that's, like, where it starts, I don't want to know where it ends. Yeah, no, you do. You owe it to yourself to try this out. Um, I mean, it, I did try it. I didn't really, like it. Uh, well, you're lost. Um, it's, it, was, it was such an experience, and that ending was just, like... I was, like, lost. Like, I, I, I was just dumb, dumb stranded for, like, the last few minutes of it. It's... I'm definitely gonna play... Uh, when I buy it, when I play it again, I'll probably buy it on Switch and, like, replay it that way. Um, because that's what I use Game Pass for. Buy it, play it on Amazon Game Pass, buy it on discount for Switch later. There you go. It's a wonderful system. I love it. You gotta it. do it's the Isle of Big Snacks DLC, though. I'll play that on Switch. Um, I'll play that one there. Um, so there you go. Uh, uh, besides that, I've been, uh, the only thing I've been doing is grinding in FF6. And, um, all I've been grinding is because of the final showdown with Kefka is looming. I finally got that stupid paladin shield, the best shield in the fucking game that basically just says fuck you to everything, and I hated every moment of grinding for that thing, 256 fucking fights for this stupid fucking shield, because if you keep the damn, if you do not, if you do not keep the Ragnarok Magicite, and you turn it into the sword, the shield is the only way to learn Ultima. So, that means you have... And that shield is cursed. So, it means whoever you give that shield to will have doom on them until you fight and win 256 battles. And I did it. And thank goodness there's an area in South of Miranda that you level up by 10 points if you defeat a cactar, you little shit. And le- I, I level up. I got two characters with all total in the span of an hour. So thank goodness that grinds nearly that long. I'm coming for you, clown. I'm sick of this game. I want it to be over. Fuck, man. Um, the last thing I'll talk about is X6. Oh uh, we hit the sub goal. We hit the sub goal. We hit the sub goal, and I played it. And I have been long champion that, like, you know, like, there's this weird, there's this weird discussion, it shouldn't even be a discussion, that X5 is just as bad as X6 or whatever, it's just as bad, or it's, it's a bad, it's trash, whatever. I'm here to tell you, I beat almost every single Maverick in that stage. I play, did I play every stage, Tyler? You played every I think stage, I played the only Maverick you didn't beat was Metal Shark Player. Because I never got to him. I would rap. X6 has some of the best music in the entire series. Sure. I will give it that. It is very nice to listen to. I never want to go through those levels. I'm going to have to to get the fucking tanks and energy. T- I'm going to have to. It was so... Heart tanks, uh, energy capsules, and all the hostages that have important shit. It was so agonizing. The Metal Wolf... The, the the metal shark player stage can go suck it su- can go suck itself. That's you thought Dolphin Whale? 
You thought Dufik Whalen was bad? At least you can move. At least you can move in that stage. And at least it's not... It's a, is it long? Yes. Is it obnoxious? Yes. I was... St- I, you know what I did? I played X5 last night. I was like, let me let me just t- turn on X5. Let me play it. I've beaten this game multiple times. Would f- I And it confirmed in myself. I would rather deal with X5's slight bullshit. Because I will say X5 has slight bullshit. I will never not deny that X5 doesn't have slight bullshit. Over X6's overwhelming bullshit. X5 is a good game with with ambitious ideas that don't always click well. X6 is just an overwrought, is a rot piece of mess with a call. What are those donuts? That's not level design. <laughs> I fought the same thing five times. Five times. And the only reason I even did that easily is because I had zero. If you're playing this without a guide like Tyler using a guide, you, I saw how you had to do it with X. That's pain. That's awful. X5, you maybe have to do a long stage like three times. Oh, no. Oh, no. You maybe have to fight the Black Devil. Oh, no. You can cheat that shit out easily. You're not dying a whole bunch of times due to no fault of your own with all, all sorts of hazards that can kill you on a whim. If I have to down put a secret code to play as Black Zero... To get me better defense and a stronger saber. Just to make the mo- the, 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 the negativity go from, ah, I don't want to play this game anymore, to, like, tolerable? That's a problem. X5. X5. I never had to do that. I never do have X5. I don't. I never use the black armor for X5. I can play that game as zero and deal with its nonsense. I, I don't. I get the ultimate armor at the end where you have to go to that one Sigma stage as unarmored X. I can do that because that is manageable. And I still have to fight Gate. And I know what's... In, I know what's oh this boy, that. fuck the Gate stages. X6 is trash. And X, I'm tired. X5 is by no means... I would rather play X4. I'd rather play X4. It's not a contest. But I like X5. Falcon Armor. That's what makes... And I, I, I will maintain that. At least you get something good for dealing with... The somewhat annoying bullshit versus the anger-inducing uh, bullshit in X6. So that's all I played this week. Fuck X6. I will keep playing until we, until I beat it, so I can beat it and never touch it again. Just delete it. If I could go to Capcom directly and hand them my digital code of Mega Man Legacy Collection Two and just say, "Hey, delete this from my copy of the game, so I never have to see it again," I would do that. I would happily do that, but I can't, so I have to look at it, and it stares at me like a piece of cancer in my face. Fuck X6, we're going to break. (laughs) You're going to play X7 next, right? Let's, alright, alright, are we, are we, we go to break? Because fuck X6. Yeah, we've been Okay, we're back. Okay. So, Summer Games Fest happened... A lot happened. We're going to try to go through these not as quickly as possible. Um, these may or may not be out of order. Um, so they may not be lining up with what's shown on the feed itself. So we're using an article. Uh, we're going to do the Summer Games Fest first. since that was the one that was shown first. Um, Alright, so uh, this is starting from the top. We got our first look at the Last of Us 1. Last of Us remake. La- I hate Why? the naming for this fucking convention. Last of Us Remake Part 1. 
No, Last of Us one, The Last of Us Part One remake. Um, we got our first look at it, and first of all, that title's redundant. Second, why? <laughs> and we heard about this years ago, and then they were doing side by side comparisons. I don't. I still don't get why they spent development time doing this game. I really don't understand the need for it. Like it's already on PS4, so why even bother? The I mean, only only thing I can I can see is that it's coming to PC as well. That's it. I mean, that's probably the only thing it seems. It does look better. Like I mean, if you look at like the original PS3 version, for example, that game had some performance issues. But like I, they already remastered it on PS4. That's so I don't think they need a remake. That's what we're saying. That's yeah. what me and Tyler are saying. It's no, like, I'm just saying like it PS3... does look good. Like I understand it, but it's also unnecessary. Yeah, game's only nine years old, and it, it looked great for the, the being basically at the end of the PS3's life cycle. Like shit. Yeah. I, I I've gone on record saying how much I love The Last of Us despite only playing it the one time, but that's all I needed. Yeah. I think maybe they're wanting to bring it to its full potential, like, you know, because part two looks so good but it sounds like they're I mean that, if this is remake part one it sounds like they're also going to remake part two which no, is even no newer. well i mean la- well no because they called it last of us part two so they i don't think they're going to remake that i would that would definitely be redundant and like what are they going to do add ray chasing isn't if that's not already in the game you can just do a patch for that yeah it's just it's it's weird yeah if the, they were the pc make- release will be nice though I, I, you know, out of principle, I probably will not, I will not buy it just because of just like, I don't want to, I like, I don't want to give, like, it's not their scummy or anything. I just don't want to give money to something I don't, I like, I just like, it just feels like pointless to me. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's like, but hey, coming, another PlayStation exclusive coming to PC. It's another one along with Spider-Man for, uh, this week. Um, this is coming in, uh, with its, uh. Uh, it has a multiplayer mode coming with it too, so that's cool. Or there's a no, the multiplayer mode. Oh, is it's a stand. Game. It's a. Yeah, it was supposed to be game. a multiplayer edition for part two, but they, it was taking longer. It, they, it was. I think it was getting some feature creep, so they decided to make it its own thing. That's cool. Um, we'll see how that does because I know a lot of people love that multiplayer in Last of Us Part mm-hmm. One. Um, I never played it, uh, but I know a lot of people swear by that. Okay. Um, next up, we have a our first official character reveal along for the Street Fighter VI uh, World Tour, as I'm going to call it now. Uh, Guile returns, and for the, uh, unlike Street Fighter V, he is, Billy he is, Guile. He is, uh, he is base roster now, and he, I want y'all's, okay, y'all know what I think, but I want y'all's opinion on how Guile looks and how the Street Fighter VI is shaping up so far. His hair looks stupid in a realistic art style. Um, my biggest takeaway is that they gave him eyebrows, and to me, that's kind of unsettling. But other than that, he looks great. Like, I do like his uh, new redesigned aviation outfit. Kind of makes him look like a retired uh, Air Force general that still feels like that he's on active duty. A uh, couple quick notions. He has his uh, he has a he has a uh, V skill move coming from Street Fighter Five. That's not a special move. That's when he shoots all the little mini Sonic booms. Um, he he has a target combo now. 
Uh, he can do a combo off a of fucking sweep, which is that's something Street Fighter that's Five ridiculous. said. No, no, now dare you do a combo off a of sweep? Um, so uh, they show off some of the drive gauge feature that was going on. Street Fighter Six had a lot of stuff that I would love to talk about separately, but we're not. That's going to be too long for this one. Um, we did get to see his level three super, which is super fucking dope. It's not the the Sonic Hurricane he had in the first game. He like double flash kicks you in the air, uh, which is really really neat. Yeah, it's really um, sick. Yeah, Gal looking great. Gal, Gal looking great. Sounds uh, great too. Can't wait. It's Ray Chase this time, who was also Mitsurugi in uh, Soul Calibur Six. So yeah, so far the uh, yeah, uh, not much to say more about Guile. But there is, like I said, there's more information about Street Fighter Six out there. So go check that out there. They they they, they did like a whole deep dive on everything. Next up, uh, Aliens: Dark Descent uh, is going to bring another uh, encounter with the Xenomorphs in 2023. Um, uh, it's a new game set in the Aliens universe. Uh, we didn't know much about this game other than the cinematic trailer. Uh, it's a top-down perspective to hear what the gameplay would look like. So we pretty much got a two-minute trailer. I actually thought this was a and uh, going to be for uh, Fire Team Elite, um, the one that had Game Pass a couple months ago. Um, and it's not. It's a whole new game. Um, and uh, I'm not sure what to make of the gameplay that we briefly were shown at the end, I think. Um, other than it's aliens, but... Yeah, we don't even get a, a hint of gameplay. It's just all, all cutscene. Um, it's just all flash, no substance. I feel like no they, would have, they would do better doing another... Um, uh, what is that? Alien Isolation? Follow-up. Like... That's that's what did really well. Other than that, the Aliens games haven't really uh, made any headway. Yeah, uh, that's true. But who knows? Maybe some may, the who knows is probably like finding who knows if the original team even, who made Isolation wants to do that or is even able to do that right now with whatever they're working on. Yeah. Um. Uh. And of course, we got a first look at The Last of Us. It's just one image. I keep forgetting there's going to be a Last of Us show coming mm-hmm. coming out um, with uh, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, uh, Pedro playing Joel and uh, Bella playing Ellie. Um, they're showing the library, uh, the museum, which I think that's like one of the first areas you go into. Mm-hmm. Oh, and like, like you when you're off a, with Ellie for the first a clicker time. clicker kind of in the shadows. Yeah. I hope it's good. Um, I'll watch the show because it's part of HBO. It'll be on HBO Max. So. Yeah. Um, and I love um, Pedro Pascal. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited for it. And it's cool that Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson are going to actually be in the show too. Yeah, that's cool. Especially since they're kind of like, I wonder what their roles are going to be. Um, I wonder how close. To, I wonder what they're going to deviate from the game because I feel like they have to. Oh yeah, they will. Um, so then we have a. Um, a gameplay demo for the Callisto Protocol, which is the not Dead Space game coming out. Um, this game looks cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks terrifying, but it's also it, it's it's like Dead Space. It's just Dead Space, which I like. I get it, but when I look at like the lighting, the hallways, how the enemies drop in. It's 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 just really funny to me, especially with the Dead Space One remake coming out. 
whenever the, coming out whenever it's coming out within the next year or so. I've seen some comparisons to some other games too. Like they're they're not the the visually and like kind of you know aesthetically or whatever it looks a lot like Dead Space and that makes sense because it's previous devs of Dead Space. But um, yeah. I think like gameplay and exploration is supposed to be a little different, and it's just kind of hard to show that in a gameplay demo. Right, right, exactly. Like I said, I think it looks cool. Um, I mean, they even have the whole you know grab something and shove them you know mm-hmm. kind of technique and then shootable limbs the 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 no the no hud with the health being on the neck so it's like you, you do what you know right um yeah. uh, i'm sure this game's gonna be cool could um, be better than the new dead space <laughs> yeah i mean we'll have to see I mean, nothing wrong with having both um the question is which one's going to be available day one game pass um the answer is neither of them but uh dead space remake will probably be on ea play within like a year um Next up, we have a Call of Duty uh, campaign. Yeah. Did did y'all want to talk about this? Nope. Yeah. The modern war. It has no okay, Godzilla, just... so no. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I keep getting ads for the Hulu Hotel, and Same. I really hate Hulu. Um. So, uh, oh no, this is this is Call of Duty. Layers of Fear, a psychedelic, a psychedelic horror chronicle. Oh my god, this ad is still not over. And it's and it's I guess this is like the first game we're getting that's made in Unreal 5 that's going to be out soon. Um, a new psychedelic horror chronicle made in Unreal 5 that pitched is somewhat of a remaster and sequel that will build on the foundations of the original Layers of Fear. Layers of Fear Inheritance and Layers of Fear 2 will, it will also include an expanded plotline and gameplay direction. I've never played uh, Layers of Fear, but... Um, uh, it looks pretty. It looks nice. I like the like the, I like the lighting and stuff like that. I've seen runs nice. of it. Like I understand what this is. Um, I did not realize it's kind of a remaster. I thought it was like a sequel. I also didn't realize there was two other games. I only know of Layers of Fear. Yeah, uh, and they don't market it. At least in that trailer, they don't market it as a remaster or remake. It's just Layers of Fear, so you mm-hmm. can think it's an whole it's a whole new game. But I mean, the, there's really cool atmospheric storytelling in at least the first game, because that's the only one I know. Um, so like, if they can, you know, successfully transition that into like a much prettier, you know, dynamic engine, like it could be really cool. I will never play it, but I'd watch it because it's just trippy. It like it it plays like a movie where like you know you're never sure what's what's going on around you. Um, and you like walk into a door, and it'll be a totally different room than it was the last time you went in there. Uh, yeah, so I, I kind of prefer to watch it than play it. Next up, we have a uh, a uh, new trailer for Midnight Suns and a release date. The game will be coming on October seventh uh, of this year, uh, and we have a new playable character debuting in this, and a new villain in Venom. I actually thought when I first showed, it, I was like. Insomniac, this can't. Am I watching the right Spider-Man? <laughs> uh, you know, at first I thought that was that. Um, but no, Venom is going to be a new villain, as well as Sabretooth, Scarlet Witch, uh, uh, and the Hulk as like playable villains against the main villain Lilith. So uh, that's who the uh, main char- the, the character you saw walk out of that portal. Uh, and as for the heroes side, um, Spider-Man joins the fray in possibly the worst Spider-Man costume I have ever seen. What? Yeah, it I doesn't look like great. it. I hate it so much. It's not my it's favorite, just, but I hate it. I I just I just don't like the look of it. The, like the, the demonic venom looks cool though. 
Yeah, I'll give it that. But I don't like Spider-Man's costume at all. Huh. I don't like the head, but I like the symbol. Uh, no, no gameplay um, or anything like that here. Uh, uh, it, there was a little Venom. more information, like outside of this article, that uh, it right. said there's, I think, thirteen playable characters, and we know of twelve so far. Um, so they have one more to announce, I believe. Either that or Spider Man was the last one. I don't remember which, but I think uh, Demonic Hulk. Demonic Hulk looks cool as hell with those horns, mm-hmm. um, and of course, uh, uh, pre-order now and you get the Doctor Strange Defenders costume, which is cool, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, that's a pre-order bonus that you can get. Uh, oh, I hate that Spider-Man outfit so much. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the eyes. Uh, next up, we have for uh, sticking with the superhero genre, we have a Gotham Knights gameplay trailer. Yes, we do. <sighs> Man, how is it that this game was like anticipated and like just looking at it, it just hurts my eyes? Yeah, um, it's it doesn't look as good anymore. <laughs> no, I don't. I like some. I don't know what happened. Um, it doesn't look at like it just. It looks like it was supposed to be on last gen, a last gen game, you it know, was. which would have been fine, which would have been fine, and it just something happened to development that caused it to be delayed. Um, yeah. I'd guess it's poorly optimized, and they realized they could still get the performance they needed out of the new systems, but they couldn't get it running stable on the old systems. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I don't like the art direction. I don't, I don't, I, like, I don't like some of the base costumes. Um, it's I mean, it weird like that this Arkham is games. not... Uh, really not really. This is, this is slightly like... It's like they got Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite's. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of plasticky. Yeah, that's my that's my issue with it. Where it's just like, if you go look at Arkham Knight, even like unmodded, like I, my version is like the unmod as unmodded or anything. It look that looks better than this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if it's the engine or it's a design thing. Um, it just doesn't look look good. And it's just weird how like this is they're not called they, like the sequel to Arkham uh, Arkham Knight is Suicide Squad, not this game. Even though Batman's tech, it's that's also weird, and you're gonna get people not buy that game because of it. Um, it's a little confusing. Yeah, but like, I think that's just because Rocksteady's making the Suicide Squad game, so they're like, we can set this in our universe, even though this is WB Montreal, which made Arkham Origins, which is. But in they also universe. they also so. ignored that, and when they did the Back to Arkham collection, they ignored that game. They didn't yeah. collect it, so it's they don't blame them. Um, next up, we got the, uh, a, tra- a trailer for Shredder's Revenge, uh, as- along with a release date of this fucking week, this, uh, this Thursday. Oh, dang, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we got, we got, uh, news that Casey Jones is going to be playable, and possibly the, the best fucking announcement at all, this game will have six player, uh, co-op, local, and online, bravo! Which is bravo. like, which is like, that's, yeah, that's wild, that's insane, like that's, that's bonkers, and it's playable day one via Game Pass. So, mm-hmm. um, which I guess I could have seen, I could have seen coming because Dot Emu, who were the publishers of uh, Streets of Rage Four, that's still that was available on Game Pass day one. Uh, buy the fucking game. 
Buy the fucking game. I bought it twice. Buy the fucking game. Buy the fucking game. I, I um, will say that six-player co-op looks a little messy. Like, I, I mean, would not I, be able to I, keep track. I mean, I think that's the point. Um, it's probably, like, it's. I think it's cool. I think that's probably why this game took so long to come out. It was them trying to figure this out. Um, also, it looks so good. It looks, it looks, looks so good. And we got... We got um, music by T. Lobes, who did the uh, the composer for Sonic Mania. Um, oh, I can't wait to play this game. Uh, and you know, in the PC version, they're going to make all the bosses playable uh, mm-hmm. via mods if they're not going to be playable otherwise. So we yeah, get I to feel play like the Shredder. I feel like Casey Jones is the perfect example of why there's going to be more characters still, like at, at least as DLC, because it's six player co op and there's seven characters. Like that's so yeah. weird. So they got it. There's got to be more characters. Wait, the turtles? Yeah, the turtles. April, April O'Neil, Splinter, and oh, you're Jones. Yeah, it's seven. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know who else they would pick though. I don't. My turtles. My turtles knowledge is very limited to the movies. Venus so and Milo. Like, no. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we already talked about this. No, you bring her in. I will. I will uninstall my copy via game on the game on Game Pass. Um. Will not, I will not tolerate Velas Milo in my chat room. Um, this is my chat room, actually. Or you know what? Um, probably uh, Toka and Razor from uh, the second Turtles movie. That'd be cool. I'm talking about heroes. I'm talking about like playable heroes. Yeah, oh, Yusagi Yojimbo, bring him in. He's always part of with the Turtles. Yes, yeah. bring in Yusagi Yojimbo. That'd uh, be cool. Batman. Bring in no. Batman. There's no way Dotemu can afford that license. Um, <laughs> they probably could barely afford the Turtles license, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, uh, Call of Duty New War campaign. Let's we're gonna skip past that. Oh wait, no. Why did it? Why did it go back up? Um, you really Saints Row to watch Call of Duty. Saints Row Boss Factory. Uh, it's uh, it's a new app that will let players create and save up to six characters that can be used in the new Saints Row game coming out. August of this year. This is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I like this idea. Yeah, it's neat. And apparently, you can see the genitals because they are blurred out on screen. Well, yeah, it's that always was, like that, that in the actual games. Is it? I don't yeah. remember being able to see genitals. Well, you don't see them; they're always blurred. Oh, okay. I thought they were doing like a cyberpunk thing, where you like you know pick your genitals. Can you see genitals in cyberpunk? Yeah. Men yeah, there's, there's there's options for them. That's weird. Yeah. Why? Why, why spent? Why? Why well, do I think that? Part of it is because you can just be naked walking around, um, but also they want you to have full control of your character, and so like you don't create a male or female character, you just create a character, decide their genitals and their voice, and put them into the game. Yeah, it looks like uh, I I think this is cool. So is this going to be like? Is this just a characterization? They're basically giving you the characterization custom, so that way you can just jump into the game right away when the game comes out. Yeah, Seems like and because people love the character creator and and Saints Row, so they're just giving it to you as a separate thing. That's that's insane. So so Cal- Namkai Bando, why don't you do this as Soul Caliber? Like seriously, yeah, right. Namkai yeah. Bando, Bamco. Okay, moving on to the next thing. Cuphead, the delicious last course. Um, got another gameplay trailer. Long-awaited Cuphead 
DLC is almost here and we released at the end of this month. Good lord, June is fucking packed with so much shit. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, we got a t- new gameplay and of course starring and of course the new uh, character Miss Chalice. Uh, we get some new bosses. Um, uh, we got the one new boss so far, which is like that icicle or the the snowflake. Um, and that's all they show. Miss Chalice looks cool. I like the new boss. Um, I can't believe it's finally coming out, but cool. I mean, it's. I hope it's. It's gonna all right. Be it's good. I- Cuphead again. Nice. I hope you can play the main game as Miss Chalice. That'd be sick. Probably, and not just the not just the DLC. Well, you never know. Sometimes shit gets locked It'd away cool to DLC stuff only. It'd be cool if they had like only. three player co op, and you have like three people playing as Cuphead, Muckman, and Miss Chalice. Mm. Three player, two player was already insane. Three player, that game was not the, that. That would just be maddening. Maybe that game was not designed for three player in mind. Sounds enticing. Um, Maybe in Cuphead 2, whenever, when in like 2035. Um, <sighs> We're going to have to start like skipping some stuff we don't care about. Cause <laughs> yeah. Um, Neon White's getting a release. This is a card-based uh, first-person platform shooter. I was interested until the card shit. <laughs> I agree. Card but games. the card, but I will say if it has, if the preload decks are actually pretty good, I won't mind. Everything else about the game looks really cool, but you know how much I hate card shit. Mm-hmm. But everything else looks really, really cool. Yeah. Um, let's. We're gonna skip the next couple of these. Yeah. Um, Witchfire. Uh, no. Skip that. Skip oh. the fort. Um. Point is, I think Witchfire looks great, and I'm glad it's back. Anyway. Yeah. Goat Simulator Three is uh, is coming. And it came with a Dead Island 2 parody trailer, which I thought was hilarious, because it legit tripped out my friend. He thought we were getting a new Dead Island game. <laughs> like, I love Goat Simulator, so just having another game um, is actually kind of exciting, not gonna lie. I just want to see what type of crazy shit they're gonna pull off of this one. Yeah. Um, also, there is no Goat Simulator 2. Uh, yeah, they just, just, they just went, three. Yeah, they just went straight to 3. So Yeah, that's hilarious. I assume uh, the joke is like you know Valve never makes games that are three, so they're just going to skip straight to three. But the, the, yeah, because Gabe Newell can't count to three. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, he likes money, but he doesn't like money. Uh, the one I'm actually interested in the most in is One Piece Odyssey. Got a new trailer with Monkey and the crew, and yeah, I won't lie, this looks cool. I've I've never watched a One Piece. I've tweeted about watching One Piece, and um, I still haven't done it yet. I remember this game looks. Cool. Yeah, it does. Um, Just like, being able to play uh, as all the Straw Hats in this big, expansive open world sounds really cool. Yeah, and like I thought it was gonna. And the cool thing is, like, it's not like a retelling of the Straw of, of that story. It is a new adventure that I'm pretty sure anybody who's never even watched or, or read that's One Piece how can most jump in of and the play. One Piece games are. Uh, that's how it was for uh, World Red. So yeah, very, 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 very cool trailer. Um, yeah, I, I, it feels like this is this is like a movie idea they had, but then they're like, let's just save it for a game. For sure, for sure. I just uh, hate the character designs. I can't, I can't, I can't do One Piece. Well, you're boring then. I'll yeah, even that. I don't like One. Even even uh, I I even appreciate how crazy fun One Piece looks, but I just won't watch it because it's a lot. Read the um, manga. 
I got the first. That's also volumes. a lot. It's also a lot. Uh, let's go to Metal Hellsinger, the the game that stole everybody's fucking hearts apparently. Um, so Metal Hellsinger uh, is a new new gameplay trailer, uh, and it's a music based rhythm shooter that has music from the um, Mandy Levinson's System of the Down, aka Don't play this game on stream. Don't if you fucking dare playing this game on stream. How dare you play this game on stream? DMCA. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I will. I like the idea. It's a cool as fuck idea. For sure. Just why? Why you gotta have licensed music in this day and age when you know so many people stream games? Like why? They might have like streamer friendly music too. Like instrumental ho- or something. I don't know. I hope. I hope so. Because the the um, uh, Life is Strange Colors has that, and it just mutes the music, um, um, and it makes some scenes really cringy. Um, when they're already cringy, but like wholesome cringy, but not, but not, it's, yeah, so we'll see. But when your selling point is System of the Down, hmm, you're gonna want people to play that version. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. Uh, looks cool otherwise. Uh, I kind of, it kind of feels like a Doom Eternal mod a little bit, yeah. like a Doom 2016 mod. Um. Doom okay. Doom Revolution. <laughs> Alright, um, and, uh, last, I think that's it for the g- Game Pass, so did y'all, is there anything we missed, uh, for the Game Fest? Did we miss anything? Uh, I honestly thought we would skip One Piece, but you actually talked about it first, so I got nothing. Yeah, that's, that's all I cared about. Okay, some, some decent stuff in here to be found, but, uh, a lot of, a lot of space horror. We skipped over a lot of the space mm-hmm. horror. Um, it wasn't a huge show. Like a lot of people were no. kind of disappointed that this was like an all-day event for what we got. Especially since like the Xbox and Bethesda conference we'll talk about next was fantastic, and it was like an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's go ahead and go over over this. Uh, we're doing the Xbox Game Pass. I mean, it might as well have been the Xbox Game Pass showcase because every single thing <laughs> was available day day one with Game Pass, which I found mm-hmm. so much. I saw it so funny. So um, let's talk about the big one first: Starfield. We got our first ever look at Starfield, and I won't lie, I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess." I'm. I won't lie. I'm. I have another. You. The Outer Worlds already exists. So I'm like, this looks very bland. Looks very, very okay. The second it got to the out, the out, the fact that you can, when Todd Howard said, uh, showed off the space shooting shit, and you can fly, and then he goes, let me show you how big the map is, and you can land on anywhere on these planets, and then he just kept going bigger and bigger. I mm-hmm. went, okay, I I need to play this. This is oh, this. that's when I was like, nope, I'm good. No, nah, no, nah, to me, because that to me, this to me is. This this could be my Skyrim where like you have people who like just play it and just not do the main quest and just go everywhere. I'm I like sci-fi more than fantasy stuff and shooting mm. shit. So like I could I would love to just get lost in this galaxy and just go find shit. I just hope it's interesting. Play No Man's Sky. I I I I should, but like this looks like I don't know. I want I want to try it. Cause like, there's not a narrative in. Is there a narrative in No Man's Sky? Like an there, actual narrative? There's a slight one. Um, like just that's, the that's, the you know the mission the, guidance is there. 
There's the issue. At least I know with Starfield, there's going to be maybe an overarching story I don't care about. More than likely, there'll be some side quest shit that I give a shit about. Yeah. You know, so... I don't know. This just looks so Bethesda to me. Like... No, it is. I wanted more out of it, but it kind of looks like just a last-gen, like, Fallout in space without the VAT system. Yeah. I won't lie, but they had me at the spaceships, and you can build your own spaceship, and you can... Like, that. that's what sold me on this game. Plus, Game Pass, baby. I'm not paying for it. True. I mean, I'll, I'll play it, but... I'm in. I'm not excited I'm gonna, for it. I'm going to become a Starfield streamer. I'm just going to stream nothing but Starfield and just. Okay. Uh, we'll, uh, okay. Um, Diablo Four. We got a trailer, which I thought I didn't know it was Diablo Four for a while. I was like, "Is this? Is this Diablo? Is this Diablo?" Um, I knew pretty much right away. I. It, like, it looked like it, but I wasn't sure. So we got a... Not even... It's like a cinematic trailer of this person just kind of walking. Um, they showed gameplay uh, later. Apparently that's not in this video. Yeah. Uh, and it's the it's reveal of the Necromancer class. They do it in, in the actual showcase. They did do a deep dive of it. Of um, of doing showing the other classes and stuff like that. And some gameplay. So it, The game looks great. I mean, it looks like Diablo to me, but... I'm not a Diablo person, so... Like, the the thing is, Diablo has always been very, um... Uh... I mean, I'll say procedurally generated, but, like, I know Diablo 3 kind of got away from that a little bit, but it's still that idea of, like, you have fairly open planes or whatever, but, like, it's just, you know, you go into a, a map, and it's different every time you go to it, and, like, the the allure of it is just, like, getting everything on the map and then doing it again. Like, the, you know, the runs, um, almost in a roguelike way. This feels like a truly, like, open world, you know, your, your choices have an effect on the world type game. But with Diablo gameplay. And that intrigues me a lot more than just, like, those end game hell runs through procedurally generated dungeons. Um, so like that kind of change of gameplay and it's more zoomed in more of like a, it's not like full on like behind the shoulder or anything, but it's definitely more zoomed in and, um, uh, cinematic than the past ones have been. Uh, so I'm really curious about this like next evolution of the series because Diablo three felt very much like a step back in a lot of ways, uh, from two, which I loved. You don't say, uh, (laughs) I don't know why I said it really. Uh, moving on, uh, Overwatch Two got a release date. No, I was scared. Overwatch. It looks like this. It looks like the same game. It's yeah. it's it looks like the same fucking game. It's gonna be and free to like, play. So there's that. You know, it's crazy that the first one was not ever did never go free to play. You have to pay yeah. forty bucks to play that game, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Why would you pay for? Why would you pay money to play? Be salty at Overwatch when you can pay. You, you, you don't understand. Um, I don't understand. Does here's a big one though. Riot games are coming to PC Game Pass. Um, and mobile. And mobile. Uh, not console, though. So they will still... They were not console. Not console. They were emphasizing that. And that includes League of Legends, League of Legends World Rift, Legends of Runeterra, Teamfight Tactics, and their new FPS Valorant. So if you don't necessarily want to go through, I guess, their... Because all these games are free to play, I believe. Yeah. Um, if you, if you don't want to go through the Riot channel, these versions just... come with all of the content unlocked, basically. 
Thank you. That was the caveat. Okay, I was like, what's the, what was the caveat again? So there you go. Which is, that's that's pretty cool. So mm-hmm. if you want to be a toxic gamer, you can go play League of Legends. Or you can go be a sensible person go watch Arcane on Netflix currently airing right now. Um, Arcane's really good. It's really damn good. I need to get uh, back to it. It's, it's really good. Uh, next up, uh, Redfall, which has had, had Thomas ask me about this. Um, this is kind of dope. Is this like a vampire thing? Yeah, like you're hunting vampires and shit. Another for a first person shooter kind of thing. In in there, there's a a moment where they showed Gaster 329. I was like, I fucking wish. (laughs) It's sad that that's something like to to get excited about. $3 gas. Like, that's still high. Yeah, that is a lot of money. These gas prices are too damn high. Back in my day, like when I started driving, it was like $189. Yeah, I, I think this game looks cool. I think a lot of some people compare it to Left for Dead, um, but I didn't see that. It, it, it to me looked it looked it looked better than that. This wasn't. I I came into the showcase uh, like at a random midway point. Was this the one that had like four player co op and like each person had like their own ability, like special ability or something? I think it was. Let me go later into the thing because I think I might have seen. Yeah, so it does kind of have some Left 4 Dead elements, but like it's, yeah, so it seems a lot more, um, uh, like it, it has a lot more uh, substance to it. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how it does, considering the uh, Back for Blood did not, did not let the world on fire like they probably were hoping it would. Um, I think that was too much like Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Like good and bad. Uh, let's go on to, oh god. Um. Uh, nobody cares about Ark. Uh, Cocoon. Let's talk about oh, Cocoon. Are we, are we skipping stuff? Okay. Yeah, we're skipping stuff. We're, uh, uh, I don't. Uh, we can. We can oh, go. Yeah, we can go back to cool. Yeah. Um. Uh. So like, I, it looks like you play as like this this like bug. Um, yeah. And like, it's like it's like a top down um, uh, adventure game. Uh, that's like it's like a puzzle. It's like a puzzle exploration game. It looked really neat. It kind of gave me tuning oh. vibes of like that, you know, just kind of cute little like unlikely protagonist dealing with like a harsh world. Yeah, very, very much a so. Hopefully, liking Glover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but I was definitely intrigued by that, and it pulls out, and it's like your part. It's it had like the the. Um, Men in Black One ending where it's like it keeps pulling out from mm-hmm. the marbles and then you're part. It's like you're part of a bigger thing. So I'm intrigued by that. I don't know what the the thing would be, um, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, it looks a lot more puzzle focused, end. which is cool. Uh, let's go to Arabin Shadow Legacy because this one intrigued the hell out of me. This one has the Emmys. This has Emmys in it. Did you see them? Oh yeah, pretty much. Uh, so this looks like a, uh, like a stealth game. Um, there's like gameplay sprinkled in it. It looks really cool. It, it really, it, it, there's this, I actually thought it was the same people, but I don't think it is. Uh, there's this ninja stealth game called, uh, Origami or something like that. Shingami. Um, and it, like pretty much like you have to sneak through the shadows to kill it. But this looks like a cyberpunk future version of that. Mm-hmm. Cause you're constantly staying in the shadows, um, in, uh, trying to not get caught. I, I want to play this. This looks really cool. Yeah, this looks pretty neat. 
Yeah, and you actually get caught by an Emmy at the end. Um, I'm not good at stealth okay. games, but it's probably cool. Yeah, it, it looks, let's move on to Flintlock, the Siege yeah. of Dawn. This one looks uh, cool to me. Yeah, uh, so it, it, it kind of opens up like it shows you a, a pretty much all gameplay. Um, like it looks like it's a third, it's a, a third person action game. Uh, combat looks a little stiff, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, it looks like, very budget, but like the yeah. game still seems cool. It's just kind of you know it's a little ugly and like. Stiff, oh my god, he has a stand. It reminds me of like Recore. It's like it's it's a game that like is probably gonna have some mechanical issues and stuff, but it's still probably pretty fun to play. Yeah, exactly. I like the world design, um to it too. Like there's like a mix of like classical elements to it, but like there's this wild aspect to it. Um mm-hmm. and steampunk it seems. Um I like it. I want to play this. This looks really, really cool. And you get a flintlock pistol. Who doesn't want a flintlock pistol? Yeah, it definitely looks like I'm, uh, like a fight between the classic and the future. Yeah. Because the like there's robots and stuff, but then like you're very old fashioned, which is weird. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, I want to give a brief shout out to this real quick. Not much. Forza is getting a Hot Wheels expansion. Which I thought I saw that that looked ridiculous, and I kind of want to try it. <laughs> I think they usually do. Like there, there's been do they? Hot Wheels stuff in the past. Okay, I I've never played a Forza game until five. Really cool. so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It it, it looks really really cool. Um, it, I hope it comes. The DLC comes with it. I imagine it should, considering it's a Microsoft property. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, grounded. I want to talk about this one real quick because I thought this game was a full release. I had no idea. That this game was effectively a beta for mm-hmm. like a year. I had no idea. Oh, the bug on the screen. I, I heard that got Thomas. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Because um, I didn't know what it was. It looks cool, but it kind of looks like a... Like you need to be a four... Like a multiple co-op, like tower defense. It looks like there's a lot in this game going on. But it's from Obsidian, so that's cool. I forgot... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I've heard good know, things. I, never... I just never cared to try it myself. Yeah, well, maybe now that it's in the, uh, it's in the, um, it's gonna get its 1.0, maybe we should give it a shot. Maybe. Because uh... it would definitely probably only be good, like, multiplayer. Yeah. But uh... also, it's fighting spiders, and I don't, I don't, I don't wanna, I don't wanna do that, mm. so. Uh, we'll we got two FPS games coming up. Uh, Gunfire Reborn. Which just looks ultra cute, and I like its stylized nature to it. I don't like yeah. the backgrounds, but I do like the character designs. I can't tell if it's it look. Is it an arena shooter? I think so. I think it seems like a hero shooter. <clears throat> I like how it looks. I like the design. It's oh, it's a roguelite. Rogue. Ooh. <laughs> First, I was curious, but now you have me. What, what is the Leonardo DiCaprio quote? I've never seen the Django Unchained, so I don't know. Uh. You so, something something you had you had my attention. I don't know. Now I you seen it now you have my curiosity. Mm. Next up, this is my game of the show. Really? Yes, because it's so fucking ridiculous. High on life from the craters of Rick and Morty. Listen, I'm not a Rick and Morty person. No, but oh, geez, I love. 
It's it, that's the voice actor for for Morty, right? It's yeah, it's him. Justin Roiland. Okay, I just love that you have these guns that talk to you, and it's just batshit insane stuff going around. It looks hilarious, and I love that. I love how stupid these guns look. I love yeah, it. It does look ridiculous, and uh, with uh, the writing that Justin Roiland and his team usually encompass in his shows. I have no doubt that it'll be equally as goofy. I just feel like the gun thing is going to get annoying. <laughs> I think, I mean, possibly, I possibly, but then again, you know, uh, maybe the, maybe like in um, in uh, ukulele, you can turn it off. You can, you can like, you can yeah. control that. They have to know that. Because um, like, I mean, the gameplay looks solid. It kind of gives me like Ratchet and Clank vibes. Not the first-person shooter part. But, like, the, the way the guns are kind of weird and, like, have cool, like, uh, you know, gadgety effects. Right. Also, there's there's a point where Care Bears start fighting each other, like, mutated Care Bears. One of them is a Yeah, which I thought was... Like, I just want to point... Because it's just so dumb as an idea. And it's such a video game thing to do. What is that thing at the end that has, like, humans inside its penises? What is that thing? I, don't, I think that's I don't a Cronenberg creature. It looked like it. High on life, yeah. This is this. I need to play this like yesterday, like seriously. It just looks so damn ridiculous. I'll definitely give it a shot. Did you expect for me to say high on life was the most thing I was looking forward to? Hell no. Okay, uh, we only got we only got a few more, so we'll, we'll talk about we'll skip some, but we'll talk about these next two because I know I'm really interested because we got two Metroidvanias to talk about these next two. Mm-hmm. Um, they look very similar too. S- uh, Silk Song and Benedict Fox. Well, no, go ahead, go ahead. And talk I was, I was like, I was like, I was like, okay. So we finally got a new gameplay trailer after years of silence from Team Cherry. Um, and it, it's it looks great. They show off some new abilities for for uh, I can't remember this character's name because it's been so long. Um, we get some uh environmental areas, uh, some challenging fights. And Xbox said that this this showcase was for games coming out within 12 months. That means this game is going to release before June 30th, 2023, guaranteed. I hope so because it's it's been a it's been a long time. I want to play it. This is a um, sequel, right? Uh, now it is because uh, okay. it, well, not a sequel. I guess because like it's 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 a Hollow Knight two. It's like just a new standalone game for in this universe. Okay. It was originally going to be a DLC expansion for right. Hollow Knight. Yeah, so... And it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, no, unfortunately, no release date. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm very happy. And, um... There you go. I should play Hollow Knight. I should stream Hollow Knight in its massive game. I did that years ago, and then... Um, but now I have a bigger audience. I feel like more people would watch. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. This one probably will be the next. This next game will probably be the the second most anticipated one because it has possibly the most unique Metroidvania idea I've seen in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the last case of Benedict Fox, and it is a Metroidvania game that uses Eldritch as its as its baseline. So you use your power ups are like Eldritch Eldritch God powers, which is such a cool idea, and it looks really really cool. Uh, it reminds me more of uh, Ori uh, mm-hmm. than it than it does of um, of Hollow Knight. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, real quick, what I meant by they look similar is when I, I was scrolling through the Xbox thing and I saw the logo for uh, Hollow Knight and the logo for Benedict Fox and like the the font style of the logo oh. is like, similar. And okay. so I was like, what is what is that now? And then I played it and I'm like, oh, that's not Hollow Knight at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I really want to play this last case of Benedict Fox. It looks it just looks so cool. Yeah. It's 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 a bold style, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I mean I love my Eldritch Horror shit. So um I'm I'm down, especially and a Metroidvania at that. Uh, mm-hmm. it, we need we need more like fresh ideas in the Metroidvania genre that's not just sci-fi or or mechs or something or like hot girls. Or um, roguelikes. we need to, yeah. Uh let's see. Um let's go the to Naraka Mech Priming game. Minecraft Legends is an RTS Minecraft game coming out. Yeah, that's kind of weird. This is really weird, but Minecraft got a Minecraft. They can do whatever. They have the money. Yeah. Um, Blade Point. Um, at first when I saw this, I thought this was a Neo trailer, like Neo Three or something. I said, "No way." Uh, it is quite Tecmo. This is a new new series. No, no, no. This is not. This is a um. Uh oh, god. What is no, this? No, this isn't quite this, Tecmo. No, 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 I'm thinking of something else then. Uh, I think this was, like, on console only, or on PC only, and this is just coming to console now, and it just looks really, really cool. Yeah, it's like it's a like, Battle Royale, like, yeah. ninja game. Yeah, it looks badass. I'm thinking of the other thing. Um yeah. But this did catch my attention. I was like, oh. And it co- it's coming with a campaign, which is, which is like, in a Battle Royale game, which... Remember when Fortnite had that? Remember <laughs> yeah. when Anarchy Rings that? had that? That was a, that was a choice. <laughs> and it's coming with Game Pass at launch, so you know that's an, it's coming in ten days at the time of this uh, at the time of this. So that's cool. Huh. Um, we'll talk, here, here's the next one we'll talk about: Persona Three, Four, and Five, all coming to Xbox console and Game Pass. NPC. It's about freaking time. And I, I just went to Twitter and just saw Nintendo Switch and just it's just all people crying that it's not coming. They're not coming to Switch yet. I just yeah. it's a so step funny. forward. I I can't believe they they how much money did they back up to Atlas's uh, um, uh, department building to, to get this to happen? And because they were on these games were Sony games for like a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been strictly on PlayStation for the longest time now. And it's actually getting... uh, A wider audience is pretty cool, because lots of folks get to experience um, all these cool games, especially uh, Persona 5 Royal, which Justin and I are big fans of. Yes, one of the best games ever. Um, What's weird to me about this, like, I'm excited. I I mean, I have 4 and 5 already, Um, and technically I have 3 on PSP, but I'd probably... Uh, I'd probably restart it on here. Um, but anyway, what what's weird to me is that the first one to come out for Xbox is Persona 5 Royal. That comes out, like, very soon. Um, that one makes the most sense to me. I mean, it, it does. Like, it's the best one. But it also kind of feels like, are people going to go back after they've played the best one? Yes, because people are always going to be curious what other installments of the franchise are. Yeah, I mean, I guess I did that, but like, I also didn't really enjoy four that much. So yeah, but yeah, I, I know, I know when I, I mean, I played Final Fantasy 
um, seven, you know, and then I still went back and enjoyed, you know, one and four and six. Yeah, it's, it's just a tricky thing because, like, there's so many things about five that are better, like, you know, the way the palaces work and stuff, that I feel like you would have that expectation going into three and four. And those are very much just, like, procedurally generated dungeon crawls. I feel like most gamers, like, that's, you know, like, will understand, like, these are older games and they weren't made around the same time. And they just had a different mindset. You just got to prepare for that. Yeah. Um, uh, moving on. Um, Ravenlock. Uh, okay, uh, this game looked really cool. It's like a third-person adventure game, like Alice in Wonderland mixed with steampunk. The art style confuses me. Because, like, it's I mean, kind of like that Minecraft voxel style, but also not. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I like it. <laughs> I think, I think, because I think the whole point is that this world is surrealistic, and it gives that surreal, it, it helps with that. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of surrealism going on here, and I think mm-hmm. that's the whole point. I want to play this. I want to play this so bad. When's it coming out? Did we get a release date? I don't know. No, the combat twenty twenty three. Yeah, but I'm just not a big fan of the art style. Twenty twenty three. Um, I'm I'm down. Uh, let's see. We're gonna. Oh, the, oh. Y'all see Scorn, which is basically Geeker, uh, um, H R Geiger, the game, basically. Yeah, they've been pushing this game for a while. I think it's a. Uh, is it an Xbox exclusive? I have no idea. Um, but I, this is the first time I've seen it. I, I don't recall seeing it before. But it's literally just HR Giger shit. Like, like it's it's horrifying. It's oh my god. Arms where arms um, shouldn't be. I think yeah. this is the first gameplay we've gotten of it. But there was a cinematic trailer or two in the past. Okay. I look, I look cool. It looked cool. Let's say yeah. It looks uh, gross. Let's we'll skip Sea of Thieves because neither of us play Sea of Thieves. But I did see it. It did have some cool stuff. So congratulations yeah. to those. To that, to that, those fans of that game, you are still continuing to see updates for that. Uh, this is the game I wanted to talk about, Wulong Fallen Dynasty, which is made by Koei Tecmo. This game looked hella sick. Um, I, I kind of skipped over it. It didn't really interest me. but Because uh, I saw it was Team Ninja, and I'm like, oh, what's this? And then I was like, oh, this looks like a Dynasty Warriors game. That, that's what I thought it was, and yeah. um, initially, and in, it's not. It's like it's a whole new thing. So, I, I like it. Um, it, it this and it, I always like love, especially like I know China's like a a, a a divisive topic, you know. But I always like that when you you can explore some of that in video games. Um, mm-hmm. And Teen Ninja seeming like one of the few like devs that's not actually Chinese to do it. Um, I like it. I want to play it. And it just says early 2023. Uh, now that now we can now we know why the Ninja Gaiden game showed up on Game Pass out of nowhere. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm always happy for new IPs. This one just doesn't personally interest me. Okay, so that was the. Uh, oh, and then um, there's a weird tease from Hideo Kojima that didn't seem yeah, to hint anything. It didn't. Yeah, I saw the meme for that. Like, come announce nothing, leave. Yeah, it's like it's like why even have that? It was so weird. Um, and the important thing to know: everything we talked about is available is more more than likely available day one via Game Pass or is console exclusive via Xbox. Yeah, they so, had a graphic that was like everything they announced, and then the ones that are coming to Game Pass, and it was like I mean, it was sixty to seventy percent of the stuff on there. Um, yeah. And then it was saying like you know everything here is 
a 12 uh, no more than 12 months away um, which is insane but i don't think that graphic is here anywhere no it's on the actual conference um on there they show at the end i yeah. i think that's great i i like i had a good time watching this conference and like not everything hit for me but there was enough here to where i'm like yeah, I'm keeping my Xbox Game Pass subscription. They just keep putting... even Again, even though they're not... like I know people are like, oh, there's not enough AAA. There's enough smaller shit on here that they're supporting yeah. on here that will keep me coming back to try stuff I never would have tried otherwise. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to breeze through this next one because this next one's really, really short. Uh, we have the Capcom Showcase, which was shown uh, just a couple hours ago, so... Uh, we're going to kind of speed through this a little bit. Um, uh, got a... Uh, okay. Let me know when you're, when you're set up on your end, Justin. Yeah, it's around the 240 mark. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I found it earlier. So okay. we're good. So uh, first up, we have a new trailer for Monster Hunter Sunbreak, which is coming out at the end of this month. We're getting new monsters. Um, some monsters returning from other Monster Hunter games, like I think the main flagship monster stuff from Monster Hunter 4 is coming in here, which is, looks really, really cool. Um, they show off, uh, some of the different variants coming up, coming along. Um, uh, they show off one of the new locales. There's a demo that's available tomorrow at the time of this recording that you can play Sunbreak in and you can actually fight the, just like the Monster Hunter uh, Rise demo came out, you can fight Magdamala in that, you can fight the, the Ma- Ma- Malazuno in this one. So that looks pretty, really gnarly. Um, Monster Hunter fans just keep on eating because then they also introduced a, uh, a roadmap um, that's coming out. So we're going to have a update coming in August, uh, which is going to have Lu- Lucent Narcoguga. Um, including a new uh, a new arena, new monsters and special species monsters. They were getting updates for both fall and winter, and then more updates coming in 2023. So, eating good, eating good as a That's Monster Hunter fan. Yeah, it's. I mean, uh, World was supported really, really well, and now it looks like Sunbreak is going to get supported really, really well. Um, and Rise base game was supported well. I thought it was at least. Um, we do get a little uh, reflection back on Street Fighter uh, of Street Fighter Six. It's kind of like, hey, it's there, uh, along with the fact that the Capcom Fighting Collection is coming out. Uh, also, at the at the end of this, uh, actually in ten days, um, where they all have online, and they bring up that there's Capcom uh, our, uh, our uh, Stadium Two, as I'm going to call it. I think I think they call it Second Stadium, which is going to have new games. Uh, that's coming out July 22nd. It's got um, Saturday Night Slam Masters. Let's go. Yeah, Saturday Night Slam Masters. It has Mega Man The Power Battles 1 and 2. Nice. Um, it has uh, uh, Echo Fighters. There's a lot of cool games. If, funny enough, there's a lot of games that are going to be on the fighting collection that are on this. The only caveat, though, is that these games are not online. So if you want to play online, people do not buy this. But if, hey, you just want to play arcade mode, just buy, save your money and just buy this. Um, or as thankfully Capcom realized the, uh, the error of their ways and the first, uh, arcade stadium, you had to buy these packs of these packs and $15 a piece. And then eventually they changed it to where they're like four or four bucks a piece, I think. And now same thing with this game, you can buy the, all these games individually if you want. So you can do it piecemeal, which I think is the best way to mm. do it arcade. Like sure. I will choose what you spend my quarter on or in this case, my $5 on, yeah. um, 
Cacti I like the cool. Mega Man Power Battles games. But you said yeah, none of them are online? No, so you can only... It's only online... Um, uh, it's only local. Collection. So, like, that's that's why you're only going to pay $5 for it. There's no server. Uh, that's it. But... What about, uh, also, like, the Steam remote play? That you could probably do. Yeah, if you buy it, if you download this on Steam, you probably do it with that. So, in that sense, yes. But, like, uh, if you're playing this on console, then no. Um, also, just a little quick, if you, on at Capcom Arcade Stadium, the first one, you can go download Street Fighter 2 The World Warriors for free right now. For right now. Just go download it. Just go download Street Fighter 2. Why not? Oh, yes. You already the have. version of Street Fighter 2. It's <laughs> fine. It is fine. Fine, okay, it's fine. I downloaded it already, and I played it a little bit before we started. Um, so there you go. I, I think this is cool. Like, I like that Capcom's putting more of their arcade games um, on here. I'm just really shocked that a lot of these games, uh, like Darkstalkers, the Alphas, like they're all on collections previous past. But again, this just no online. The so they're I like that they're giving the consumer to choose what they want to buy. That, that's that's nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go get Street Fighter 2 The World Warrior. Um, I kind of wish it was the same ecosystem. Like, it's the same launcher, but you have to download a different launcher, which is whatever. That's fine. I'll, I'll handle it's that. Whatever. Uh, next up, we got a huge dive two into Exo Primal. Guys, I want to make this our game. Like, I want to go I want to go all in on this game because it's just so fucking stupid. I love it. Yeah, it does look wacky. Uh, if it comes to Game Pass, I'd probably get it. Otherwise, Maybe. I mean, it looks better um, than Dino Crisis, so there's that. He said it. He said it on me. He said it on me. Dino Crisis um, is garbage. I'll say oh, it again. There's a certain Fear off. Hunter that's probably going to come for your head if she hears this. Yeah. Bring it on. But, like, why Why not? Por que no los dos? Por que no los dos? You know? Like, we can have the zany... Listen, I'm never going to go over just a portal opening up in the sky and just dinosaurs just falling out in by the millions. Uh, I'm never going to get over that. That shit is, is just insane to me. And then you're in these... Like, this is like a fucking Capcom game from, like, the mid-early 2000s. You know, like, this would have been a this would have been a Dreamcast game uh, in all intents and purposes. Oh, yeah, so. it definitely would have been. It kind of gives me, like, again, Dynasty Warrior vibes, but with dinosaurs. Yeah. Not dinos... Dinosaur or Warriors. Di- We're dinosaur Warriors. How about Dinosaur Warriors? How about just that? Yeah, that's fine. Um, because it's just like hordes of dinosaurs yeah. at a time. Yeah, it looks really cool. They shot off some of the uh, different classes you can get and the different abilities, so it's going to be very much a team-based game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, Yeah, the mechs look cool. Yeah. The frame rate needs to be fixed, though. Like, seriously. Yeah. This is the second time yeah. they've shown it, and the frame rate has been atrocious, but I'm sure they will. Junky. Yeah. I'm, I'm and it sh- also, sure like, it will. does not look like a current-gen game. Um, but, I mean... That's fine. Yeah. Not every it game has fun. to be AAA. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the, Let's see. After that... Yeah, there's a huge extent of that we won't go into here. Um, and it's also having a closed network test. Um, you can sign up right now at exoprimal.com. That's exoprimal.com to sign up for the uh, open test. So I, I need to do that so I can get Again, it. we're not sponsored. No, we're not sponsored. Uh, and then Capcom was like, hey, Dragon Saga fans. Hey. Hey. We you remember like this, this series exists. You, you remember like, having yeah. your... Remember having your you like having your dick tickled? We're gonna your dick. We're gonna tickle your dick today. But you have to come back at a later date for a future announcement 
uh, for Dragon's Dogma. So hopefully they're working on a sequel, because I know people have been asking for a Dragon's Dogma sequel for years. I've been seeing people ask for that Dragon's Dogma shirt that he's wearing. Like, <laughs> it's apparently a, a... This game is a big deal, and I don't get it. Like, I didn't really like the game. A lot of people did, man. It just latched on uh, for, yeah. for the right for the right people. Um, I only you know. heard that it had on this DLC, like Street Fighter Cross Tekken. That's a baseball jersey of Dragon's Dogma. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, it's like a baseball hoodie. So yeah, uh, that's going to go live uh, June uh, 16th. Uh, so this Thursday, uh, where you'll learn more about uh, whatever they're announcing. It, it, they might announce the new season for the Netflix show, because there is a Netflix show for Dragon's Dogma. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, next up is, I believe it's the R- the Ari Village stuff, which the was... Resident Evil ex- Power Hour. Yeah, which was, Evil? which was hugely substantial. So... Uh, pretty much, uh, Resident Evil is getting new modes. I'm trying to get to the, to the picture that has all the... Okay, here we go. So, uh, it's called, they're called, they're, we're getting a gold mo a gold edition, which is, you know, basically the collector, the final edition of the game. It's gonna have all the DLCs. So, first off, uh, um, it, we're gonna have a Mercenaries mode that's gonna have, um, Ethan playable, it's gonna have Heisenhower playable, and it's gonna have Lady Dimitri playable, which is really, really cool. Let me pe- kill people with a nine foot tall J- Amazon woman. Uh, so that's cool. That Mercenaries is gonna, is, is, I, was it already in there? I don't know if it was already in there, or this is adding like it shit to it. Was. Okay, it's just adding more stuff. Uh, the, uh, the first big piece of news is that the DLC that people have been waiting for for so long is going, this is, a, okay. This is going to be a spoiler for the ending of RE8, so if you do not want RE8 to be spoiled for you, you might want to stop listening right now. Three, two, one. RE8 spoiler coming in right now. This will take... You will play as Rose, the daughter of Ethan Winters, who is now 16 years old, and she is going back to Castle Dimitro and trying to figure out basically what she is, which I think like that's really fucking cool that you get to play as... Uh, his daughter, years after what's happened, trying to fi- she tries to figure out what she is and the fact that she's basically a plant thing. <laughs> she's basically a swamp thing. Yeah, just from a story standpoint, like I also want to know that. Like the little tease at the end of the game showing her grown up was like, okay, I want to know what's next. Like, come on, let's. Yeah. So I, I didn't looks... think we'd actually get it as DLC. I thought it'd be a next game. No. Um. So that's really cool. Which which leaves RE nine to. Whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah. Alright. Uh, and the last thing, that this is possibly the coolest thing they're going to do. There's some other tidbits I'll mention in a moment with the other RE games, but we'll talk about this first. They're giving RE8 a third person mode. That is insane. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. That is so, like... You can finally like, play this game now. No, I... I probably... <laughs> I could. I've shown that I can play FPS games... Um, it's just now I, I can just not have to deal with it. Um, well, what's funny is like, they don't ever show Ethan's face. Like even yeah. on, um, like promotional images and stuff, it's like kind of blurred out. Yeah. So now they're doing third person over the shoulder. Like, are we going to see his face or is it going to be the, I'm just like, imagining that his model has the derpy Max Payne face. You can <laughs> see his face. He's just a generic white dude. Um, uh, it's there. Uh, I think that, that must no wonder. Like I, I kept, like, I know some people were asking, like, 
This deals, where's the fuck is this RE8 DLC? It's taking forever. That must have taken painstakingly forever to basically take this FPS game and get basically make it playable in first person and third person. Like that's insane that they would do that. That's crazy. It's like making a Doom Eternal, giving like Doom a third a third person mod. Plus, I mean, you know, the Rose DLC is also like a full sized thing. Yeah, I'm just more excited about the third person shit. Sure. I wonder, Capcom, how much do I have to pay to get seven that treatment? Is that too late, Capcom? Capcom, oh, yeah, please answer my calls. Capcom, please answer my calls, please. I'll... <sighs> Whatever. Why aren't you answering um, my calls? Oh, to be fair, I mean, to be fair, RE seven is a lot slower than RE eight from what I've seen. So I think having RE eight in in first person, RE seven in first person still is okay. Um, and then having RE RE eight in third person, which is the much faster gameplay, um, I think that's also fine. So RE eight. You had to well, the, DLC. The Rose DLC is also entirely third person, so I'm guessing they had to kind of build everything for that and then just retrofitted <laughs> it to eight. Whereas yeah. seven didn't have that. True. It would probably be even more pain it's it probably still was a pain a painstaking process to put that shit in there without, you know, breaking because I guarantee that probably broke some things. Yeah. Um Okay. Uh and then next up, uh we got some stuff on Resident Evil four. Um, uh, some more stuff on Resident Evil 4 Remake, and I'm gonna buy it, and I'm probably gonna love this game, cause this game looks really good. Like, like, really good. I just, I'm just, I'm just accepting that this is a different RE game, and it's not gonna be the same one I grew, I, I played. I've, I've been playing. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they cut out some of the goofier shit from RE4. I would hope they add more than cut. Well, I mean, like, if you look at... I mean, based on the trailer, like, it looks like to be much more somber. And, mm-hmm. like, like, we don't know for sure it could still be as goofy as, like, as like not satirical, but just, like, you know... I don't think this Leon would be saying, where did everybody go, bingo? I just... Hey, it's that dog. Yeah, I don't see... Just based on what they're showing us, it just... Looks like they're trying to make RE4 like 100% scary versus like RE4 bases. It can be scary, but it's much more of like a lighthearted, like a light uh, kind of. It's more of the horror evil action. dead of Resident Evil. Yeah. yeah. This doesn't. This seems like it's trying to still stick. It's trying to make it more consistent with RE2 remake and RE3 remake and RE1 remake. You know, mm-hmm. in that kind of sense. I'm excited um, to play the the original first to have a better comparison. Can you understand? I mean, I've, I've seen it, but like I haven't actually sat down and played it myself. You understand why it's one of the greatest games ever of all time. Um, Hopefully, you get the invisible boat mobile glitch. That'd be funny. And it's coming out March 24th of next year, so we have a solid release date. Uh, and then one minor uh, note, which is really really cool: um, Resident Evil Seven, Resident Evil Two remake. And Resident Evil 3 Remake are all getting uh, basically next-gen upgrades uh, on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series. Uh, and on PC via Steam, they're getting their um, upgrades via patch there, too. So it's going to have, like, rate, the one word I kept, I remember just ray chasing with better lighting, all that good stuff. So in, And uh, and for I think it's pretty much all available free. Um, it's just a free upgrade, which is nice. Because these yeah, games one- already... 
Uh, one thing to note, uh, speaking of Sphere Hunter, um, I did see Susie tweeted something out about how like mods are broken on PC now because of the patch. Like They did not account that... for uh, mod support, so everyone well, that I mean... has done mods for those old games is going to have to like rebuild them for the new version. Typically with like Street Fighter, whenever it would get, whenever a new version comes out, it typically happens. Like yeah, like, just just it, a heads up. If you do update yeah. your game, you're not gonna be able to use your mods anymore. Yeah, just just you know just yeah, uh, but that's cool. Um, I and and that was the Capcom showcase. No, yeah, they showed exactly what they said they were gonna show, and I still thought it was a very good presentation. Um, and it, it unlike last year where they just showed. Monster Hunter stories for like 30 fucking minutes and then kept showing ads for it all fucking weekend. Oh, I remember that. Um, okay. Uh, well, any thoughts on the Capcom showcase, guys, before we get out of here? I mean, we didn't get Mega Man, so. I mean, we knew that, though. They said existing games only. We knew that. I know. I'm just saying, like, that's all I would have cared about. No, you did get Mega Man. Power Battles. You did get Mega Man. Don't lie. Okay. They're 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 giving you that. You got something. You know? It's something. Now, you got something like the Dark Soccer Spins. You got got a re-release. Be happy. Um, Sorry, Ty. What were you saying? No, I was saying that's about it. Oh, okay. All right, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this puppy up. I think that was a successful covering of the summer Xbox Capcom Presents Game Fest shenanigans. That's a For long sure. title. One game, let me ask you this, one game from any presentation that sticks out of your mind that you're looking forward to playing, go. Uh, well, my the first thing that came to my head was Diablo 4, but I feel like that's lazy because we already knew about it. Um, so I will have to go with, oh, we, mine actually we didn't show, uh, because there was also a Devolver Digital conference, um, that was like their oh, usual yeah. kind of weirdness, you know, we, but one game that came out of it was the Pucky Squire, and that looks amazing. Yeah, that looks cool. Um, it's like, it's kind of got this, this concept of like a, like a story, like a playable storybook, but. Um, the character can actually jump out of the storybook into like the you know quote unquote real world and interact with objects. So it's kind of got that Mario Odyssey style where it's like it goes from 3D to 2D as you like you know go into flat things and like continue the adventure in 2D. And yeah, that that was my game of like the last week or whatever. Um, but just of what we saw. Probably, probably Flintlock. Actually, like as far as a game I didn't know about before, I think that one looked really cool. Tyler, Ty, oh, Tyler, for me, I I can barely hear you. Um, as a joke, I I'm actually kind of looking forward to Goat Simulator Three because the first game is ridiculous and I love it, and. I just can't wait to see what type of crazy shit they'll do in this one. But the actual uh, real game I'm excited for is One Piece Odyssey, a game that even impressed the mangaka Ichiro Oda when he saw it. And I think that warrants excitement as a fan of the series. Nice. So for me, um, it has to, it has to be. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is so weird. I'm gonna say it. Um, high on life. It's huh. high on life. I, I need to play it. I need, I need that in my life. I need that just unbridled chaotic energy in my life with guns that won't shut the fuck up. And it's just such a Warner Brothers, like 1940s, 1950s Warner Brothers idea with the vulgar attitude of, of, uh, Rick and Morty. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just so fucking stupid and dumb and disgusting. So, there you go. Um, but kudos, shouts to REA. And thank goodness I didn't buy the game when it did, so I can wait for the gold edition so I can get all that DLC, uh, for a cheaper price later on. So that's cool for that. Yeah. Nice. Uh, alright, boys, it's, 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 we're running long. Ta, Justin, plug your stuff, please. Uh, you can find me if you look for Zero Score all over the internet, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok. Um, I am continuing my streams of Metroid Prime with my friend Chris. Um, we are probably on good track to beat the game before the end of the month, so that's neat. Nice. Um, we're, I think, headed to the Phazon Mines in the near future. Uh, we quit last time um, after getting the ice be no no we were headed down to yeah we're he- we're headed down to the the uh crash to forget that's right um and i think after that is on to phase on minds which is my least favorite part of the game so that should be interesting <laughs> check it out on thursday tyler you can follow me on Twitter at hey, Ty. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, Home of Tiger Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. I also stream live on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash tigershoes1. At 11 p.m. Central Standard Time on weeknights, I will be streaming a whole bunch of stuff. Check the schedule for all the specific games I'm playing on specific days. Um, as for Cinema Shot, we just recorded probably one of the worst movies ever so look forward yeah. to the next episode where we talk Ugh. about the king of fighters who oh boy oh. <laughs> and you can follow me at twitter.com slash marvelous iggy and you can catch me live four times a week at twitch.tv slash iggy2814 uh, we're coming near the end of final fantasy 6 uh, in fact by the time the stream is out I will have hopefully have beaten Kefka God, please die. Just please die. You, you're gonna die, clown! Um, and of course, I've announced Super Mario RPG will be the next game I'll be playing, but we're gonna take at least a month off before I hop right into another RPG, because that's gonna kill me otherwise. Um, even though RPG, Super Mario RPG is easier, I, let me just chill. Let me just chill for like a, a couple weeks, please? Uh, and of course, um, uh, a whole bunch of good stuff announced coming soon. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'll just be at such a time. Uh, of course, you can to listen to this episode. Uh, Cinema Shot and of course the wrestling shows I do with Thomas thank you everybody for sticking around for us for the summer recap let's hope Nintendo has something we know Square Enix has that FF7 25th anniversary stream coming out I think that's tomorrow um, or sometime this week uh, so maybe we'll get some Remake 2 news um, we'll see maybe we'll get that Ever Crisis maybe they'll tell us that the Pixel remasters are available now on all devices maybe they'll say that huh huh Square Enix are you going to give Give me what I want. Give me what I... We'll see y'all next That's week. That's not what until I want. Ne- until next week, guys. Stay charged. X6 still sucks. Give me what so I want. So does X5. No, it... It doesn't!